I also want to reiterate how deeply sorry Canada is for the situation this put President Zelensky and the Ukrainian delegation in. It is extremely troubling to think that this egregious error is being politicized by Russia and its supporters to provide false propaganda about what Ukraine is fighting for. Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Mondrulo, joined by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's happening? Cancel culture has finally come for a show that I was in the middle of watching. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> we, we talked about the show Winning Time, about the Lakers dynasty uh, on HBO, and it was actually pretty fucking good. Starring John C. Riley. Uh, starring Adrian Brody as Coach Pat Riley, who was fucking phenomenal in that role. Uh, oh, that's good casting. I would never have thought of that. I, it, I can see the resemblance. Just a, a ton <laughs> of great acting in it, and you know, it was it was well written too. It was like you know, actually HBO. <laughs> you know, you could yeah, tell yeah. it was HBO, and they just had their final uh, episode of season two, and immediately announced that the show's been canceled. So they got through they got through the, the, the Lakers dynasty of 1978 to 1983. And then that's the end. That's the end of the story. There's no more dynasty after that, apparently. I mean, I mean, to be <laughs> fair, you can you can, you know, refer to your local uh, Gray Sports Almanac or whatever and get the uh, spoilers for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the series if you wanted to to it's, find out how they did. But, no, right. no, but it's like, it's like um, OK, but they didn't cover like hardly any. And it's and it's hilarious because they wrap up the you know this the finale of season two with like a bunch of title cards explaining that they went on to do all this other shit and it's like this is this is fucking terrible, <laughs> um, so yeah I I've never you know there's shows that get canceled and I'll go back and binge the whole thing and I'm like oh this is actually pretty good I'm surprised nobody would you know whatever where you just you just watch the whole show right, and, right. Know, once it completed its run. I've never, I don't think I've ever been enjoying a show that got canceled while I was literally in the middle of watching like it. In the middle of starting to binge it, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right? And, and I like shows about sports because I don't care about sports at all. So it's right. like an interesting thing to, for me to watch because I, I, I'm like, this is all new to me, you know? Or, I mean, I kind of get it, you know? Um, but it's just I, not, you know, it's not my world, right? Yeah. Fucking David Zasloff's going to kill everything that we love. Uh, Seriously, it's, it's, it's Warner Bros. are just like, well, we don't like all these good shows because it makes our bad shows look even worse. So we're going to cancel them all. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, you see the fucking garbage that they fucking green light on Discovery. If you ever or TLC, if you ever watch those networks or even just like watch trailers for those shows, I mean, just, you know, every possible like teenage pregnancy show, every possible like you know getting a visa to marry somebody to get citizenship it's just oh. the worst fucking gar like mindless garbage you can imagine is, well, is the stuff that they're green lighting because those shows take nothing to produce that's why they right they, they, don't have to, they pay people fucking peanuts to just point a camera at them and their dysfunctional lives and you right. know 
right. exploit them without Whereas them a show really like, realizing. You know, the, I mean, I'm sure the cost of making Winning Time was huge because they had to have sure. the whole whole team is is cast. You know, and then you have all you know all the all the you know the office people, and then you have all the reporters that are there. Like they made it named actors. Yeah, I mean, you have like you're having a press conference, and you have like the whole room full of a hundred people. You got to pay all those actors. I'm sure it was very expensive, and I, I guess their ratings weren't that good on this show, like nine hundred thousand per episode, which is yeah, pretty low for low HBO. For and you have to pay for licenses for the NBA logos and like the, all that, sh- all the IP of the NBA. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. not cheap either. Um, My favorite thing about it was how much of a dick they made Larry Bird look like, <laughs> and and Boston in general. Like the entire city of Boston is is just like this racist fucking frothy at the mouth drunken lunatic you know very true to life yeah um uh, my, my conspiracy theory is that bill simmons somehow because his because his tepid connection hbo's got hbo got this shit uh show canceled because he's a fucking massive uh celtics fan and he's oh, yeah. a fucking lakers lifelong yeah. laker hater um well to get yeah, over no, the yeah, well, so so I was mad that it got canceled, so I started rewatching the Michael Jordan documentary just to kind of like so good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> get a little more get a little more interesting fucking basketball adjacent content in your life. Well, it's just it's so funny though because it's like you know the the bitter rivalry between every team and the Celtics was just like constant. It's just like yeah. they're they're everyone's fucking most hated team. There's but, something about uh, New England. I don't. I don't know what yeah. it is because I, I, as a lifelong Jets suffering Jet, long suffering Jets fan, I've hated the New England Patriots with a passion my entire life, which is funny because I now live in like Patriots fucking Central. Right. Um, but there's just something about those teams that's just fucking like I don't know. I, I I do think that the owners of those teams probably because they're from New England and rich white guys tend to just seek out the most racist piece of shit like players managers i mean you look at like a bill belichick or like a tom brady like just just like the most like unhappy scowling fucking like racist looking white people um i, I think it's self-fulfilling i don't know i I, I, yeah. I have to imagine that there's some element of like that's kind of like what is see what what they seek out in in personnel for those teams did you see the chart somebody made of like like categorizing every nfl quarterback based on their politics and it was no. like, like it was like ten of them were like total QAnon lunatics, thirty of them were just regular MAGA, uh, like five of them were you know middle of the road Democrats, and then there's like one socialist king. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't I remember who that. it was, but it, I was I just looked at it. I was like, it eh, seems about the right um, spread. You know, it's actually a really. I just watched a really good uh, documentary on Netflix that just popped up. You know, I kind of watched it sight unseen. Uh, it's called the Saint. I think it was called like Saint of Second Chances or something like that. Um, highly recommend it to anybody. It's about this guy Mike Veek or Mike Veck. I forget. He was his dad was the owner of the Chicago White Sox. He was the owner of the Chicago White Sox, and they're speaking of racist teams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, but he he doesn't seem like he was. He seems like he was uh, <laughs> just their, just their fans. Just their fans. yeah. No, they're just they're just the fans. But uh, he is like the ultimate kind of PT Barnum character. Like he was very much like. Like the guy that all the other owners hated because he was a fucking goofball and he would like try just crazy promotional stunts to get people to show up to the games. Uh, you know, like have like a, a fucking like a pig bring the balls out to the umpire, uh, or like, <laughs> you know, like I'm guessing this had, was like in the 70s. 
Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, just all the crazy, the crazy shit that got um, looped into sports in the just, 70s. He was responsible for, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of the Disco Demolition Night. He was responsible for that. Yeah, I think uh, I've heard that. Very infamous uh, promotion where they gave away uh, like 10 cent tickets to the game if you brought a disco record for them to blow up at uh, during the seventh <laughs> inning stretch in center field. And it, was, it turned into a complete uh fucking fiasco just a bunch of like rowdy you know teenagers showed up and we gotta we gotta bring back demolition derbies that's like a thing (laughs) that i remember when i was growing up i never went to one but that was just like a like a like a it wasn't like a redneck thing that was just like a normal person thing back then (laughs) um Um, what was the name of the guy who pitched the no hitter on acid uh uh timothy leary no pitch to no hitter in baseball Yeah, yeah timothy oh no not timothy leary fuck um Jesus Christ. Uh, 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 Doc Ellis? Doc that Ellis, yes, yes, yes. God. Yeah, I remember the sports trivia that has something to do with the, you know, the counterculture and tripping balls, <laughs> right. but I don't remember any <laughs> Drug-related of sports culture. Um, no, the 70s were a fucking wild time. I, uh, uh, yeah, I'm fascinated by them. But but no, so, it's so... So did Timothy Leary play baseball? No, no. I just, I had, you said LSD or acid, and I had Timothy Leary in my head, but then, yeah, no, Doc <laughs> Ellis. Doc yeah. Ellis is the guy. Um, yeah, he, he broke out of prison by beating the prison guard team in, in a in a wholesome game of baseball, not because of the weather underground breaking him out. <laughs> um, um, so. But no, it's so it's it's good. It's, and it's about it's basically about his son kind of like living up to his his dad, trying to live up to his dad's legacy. And, you know, it's a really funny, like really, really funny doc. He's like pr- the primary kind of interview subject. Um, and he's like a fucking wild. Like he seems like the most fun guy in the world to just like. Nice. sitting bullshit with but uh no it's it's very good and it's like weirdly moving at the end i won't spoil it but people should definitely check it out um whether you like baseball or not but it, it's it's fun uh, yeah well since we're talking to entertainment real quick we should mention the wga strike coming to an end um i don't know how many of the details you've had a chance to look over but uh they pretty much got everything they wanted yeah, yeah. Then that was, you know, supposedly the last and final offer from uh, the producers guild or whatever. But uh, it seems like, uh, yeah, that's that was the last and final offer because they're like we we're literally could not be giving them any more of what they were asking for. The, you, literally, like, and and if you look at even the AI stuff, even though it's not a completely banned, everything they agreed to effectively bans effectively it. bans it. Yeah. Right. Like the only thing you could really do is if, you know, say you're, you know, the the character is reading a newspaper and you don't feel like having, you know, a writer write out every single line of of text that's on the newspaper they're looking at. So you have an AI kind of like, you know, fill in some of that crap. (laughs) That's the only way I would imagine a writer would want to use it. Which they're already Um, doing anyway. If you ever look closely at those, they're all just gibberish nonsense words anyway. (laughs) Sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, But yeah, I mean, the the really the really big one is that for the first time streamers are going to release their their viewership ratings mm. um to the wga and it won't be public it's going to be you know just only them that can see it under nda uh, but basically they're going to have you know flexible residuals based on the ratings which is something they said they would never ever do right and th- and this again you know and it's really a fucking shame because the money gets away with this all the time. Anytime there's a major leap technologically in any industry, the people who, you know, run the industry, the moneyed people, the people who don't actually have any talent and just exploit the people with the talent, 
you know, find a way to fuck the talent over because there's a new method of delivery for that, you know, piece of media and they just pocket 98% of the profits and they'll run that racket until they get completely, you know, fucking drawn and quartered over it in, in a court or in a, in a union dispute or, you know, in some kind of a negotiation and, you know, they'll eventually relent and give close to the fair share that's deserved to the creators. But meanwhile, how many years of streaming shows been on the air where they've been paying like pennies to these people who, who were on these shows? Right. Um, you, you see well, that's the same how it was thing. with television. You know, the last was, time they yeah, both exactly. were on strike was 1960, and TV was a brand new medium, and it took a few years. You know, I mean, the first broadcasts weren't even until like 1955, so until there were enough people that had TVs that even mattered, you know, it took a little while. But I mean, so the theory though is that the studios did not think that SAG after was going to go actually go on strike. Right. And the <laughs> fact that both were on strike is the reason why they relented on everything to WGA, which means there's a really good chance that they're going to do all the same shit for SAG because they need yeah. them to go back to work. Right. They can't they can start writing shit, but they can't produce anything or shoot anything without the actors. And there's no reason why they would agree to all this stuff for the writers, but not the actors. There's no way they're not going to agree to both. So no, right. it, it's 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 expected the other, you know, that they're going to come to the same resolutions with you know, but but that's again, that's why you have the solidarity, right? That's why you say like we're going to shut down the whole fucking industry over this shit, right? And it just sucks. It's like you look at the the the, the dichotomy of of the actors who have this super strong union, these and the writers who have a super strong union, and then you look at musicians who don't really have any type of union, uh, you know, at least of that nature, where they're kind of a unified front and. How long have we been in the streaming era where Spotify and Apple Music have existed? They are just getting fucking raked over the coals. You make pennies for a fucking stream. Like, for, for, for like, they're, you know, major fucking musicians who have millions of streams who make, you know, $10,000 off the, the, the residuals from those streams. Like, for millions of fucking plays of a song. Like, it's just the 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 way that that you know the record industry has completely monopolized uh the revenue sources in in music is insane and then you see the difference between you know the musicians who again don't really have any sort of union and you know the the actors and the writers who have a strong union um and even they for them it was a struggle so it's just you know it, it should tell you all you need to know about how important unions are well, you know, that's, that's why I think a lot of musical acts really had to, to revert back to being really good at playing live to make a make a living. Well, then that's all the industry is now. That's how you make money right. as a band. And you used to be able to actually make money selling records. Now, you no. records are almost the precursor. It's like, ah, oh, I guess I, we got to make I, a record so we can go tour. Right. I mean, I have friends that are signed to national labels that still have to work day jobs. You know, it's like, yeah. if they, you know, and, and, if, and even for them, going on tour doesn't make them any money. Because they just they don't they're not big enough to charge what it would take to make it profitable, but they do no. it because it's still fun. Yeah, um, I mean there, there's major you know so, some of the bands I fucking loved in the 2000s, kind of the alternative scene. You you hear about them like working day jobs where they get paid less than I do, and I'm like, man, like I I used to think like oh this person's insanely fucking famous. They must have you know hundreds of thousands, if not a couple million dollars. And it's like no, there's literally no fucking money in in anything other than touring and that's only really there when you're like a super hot act um 
So it's really not even yeah. a, in, unless you become a mega star, it's not a sustainable uh, career anymore, which is really unfortunate. You know, speaking of mid two thousands rock stars, uh, looks like Russell Brand has stepped in it. <laughs> did you see? Did you see this pseudo rock star? Yeah. Um, hey, he was a guy who was living like he was a rock star. He thought he was a rock star. It looks no, like right, a rock de- star. Very, but yeah, yeah, playing um, one in a movie. You know, yeah. So uh, I, I don't, I don't know if you saw this, but Blue Check oh, yeah. Twitter uh, is is now canceling Burger King for going woke. Going woke because oh. they they pulled an ad off of the platform that Russell Brand's uh, the, his podcast is on. Yeah, not he doesn't really have a good brand right now that you'd want to associate with. I don't understand what is woke about that. Regardless, I, of, I mean, like... it's, an, it's it's an apt last name when you're about to get. Yeah, but I just I love the idea that like if you if you pull an ad, that you don't you don't want to pull you don't want to air your ad that that's going woke. That's going woke. Yes. Too? Literally um, everything is going. When a word has no definition, you could literally apply it to almost any. Anything I don't like is woke. That's 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 basically what woke now means for for right wingers. So seriously, um, yeah, no, I just I, and, and I I saw this and it was like four pages of screenshots of everyone saying that they are going to you know they're 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 gonna never go into Burger King ever again and every single one was a blue check. So I'm just now automatically you know just if you are a blue check you are fucking MAGA. I don't care yep. what you say. You're fucking MAGA. <laughs> you're yeah. you're blue check yeah. MAGA. It, blue checks are, are usually a pretty good indicator that you don't have three brain cells to rub together. Yeah. Uh, nowadays. And, and why would you pay for something other than because no one else ever liked or saw your tweets. So now you pay for this to have them bumped up to the top and everyone has to fucking read your fucking idiot stream of consciousness. <laughs> Well, it's all right because he's yeah. I, I think this happened during the time we were in, in between episodes, but uh, it's come out that Elon has a plan in place. Uh, and usually, when we hear about these plans, they usually go forward. Uh, the worse idea, the better. Or uh, the more, you know, the quicker it goes forward uh, to charge everyone to use Twitter. So he will succeed in actually killing the thing uh, that was once actually pretty decent. Uh, that'll be that will be the final death blow because I know that I and pretty much everyone i know would never give that fucking maniac shyster piece of shit a cent uh or even just access to my credit card info so no yeah. well i mean there's he's done a lot of bad ideas that got you know undone very quickly uh as well but yeah it's it's just it's like yeah terrible idea terrible ideas also a terrible idea uh the disney star wars hotel <laughs> Yeah, uh, you probably, you know, you probably could have guessed that, like, from the start, given that they were charging, like, wasn't like 2500 a night or some insane amount like that. Per and, person, uh, per night, but you were required to stay two nights, and you were required to, like, be involved in all this weird cosplay shit, and, you know, there's there's people that like that kind of stuff, do, doing the conventions, doing the cosplay, but there is not enough that can afford that let alone continue to come back over and over to keep the place in business. So no, this place, no. this, they built a, they built a brand new building uh, for a billion dollars. They cut down a bunch of forests next to Disney world to build this thing for a billion dollars. And it's closing after less than a year. Cut down all these Ewok houses and fucking, you know, seriously, put them out of house and homes. And, and the hilarious thing is monstrosity. They spent a billion dollars and people that went there said it, it, it couldn't have looked more cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's that was and the it, overriding kind of thing. Was that yeah. it was cheap? It was weird. It was and, and you look at the concept bummer. art, 
you look at the concept art and look pretty fucking cool. And then you look at the pictures yeah. of what the actual th- thing actually looked like. It doesn't even look like Star Wars. It looks like just generic space theme. Yeah. <laughs> right? It was the fire fest of, of uh, themed hotels, for sure. Seriously. Um, and, and apparently this isn't the first time they've done that, where they've opened up a themed hotel knowing full well that after a certain amount of time, it's going to lose money. And then they just strip it all out and turn it into a regular hotel and charge regular hotel prices for it. Yep. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that, you know, they, 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 they try these things all the time. It's, uh, it was just a weird fucking thing from the start. I mean, there was that, that first initial ad for it where it was like, Hey, come rat out your, your buddy Chewbacca to the Nazi. you like, where it was just that weird fucking ad where it was like, here, come play with the Imperial officers and tell them where the rebels are hiding on the shit. It's like, what a weird, it's like who, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know who the target audience for that was. Well, um, other than Disney you. adults, but who have so, seemingly boundless fucking bags of money to go to Disney World multiple times a year, I don't fucking understand where. They I mean, at least money. Disney World is somewhat affordable, but this this thing is like. And the thing was like, once you went in, you weren't allowed to leave and go do other stuff. It's like you were trapped there. No, it, it was an immersive experience. That was the other horrible thing is that because it's a space station, there were no windows, so you were literally in. The equivalent of almost like a prison cell, bu- like it literally looked like the fucking prison from Andor. Like that's what the guest rooms looked like. It like, did. It, was, it did. It, it had little just... like bunk beds that were carved into the wall, like so soul crushing that... fucking yeah architecture. Like do do I get to fucking you know short out the electric floor and fucking climb up and shoot a guy? No. <laughs> um. So this is this is the, the other weird thing is how they tried to make like the 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 Star Cruiser Hotel part of Star Wars canon. Right by yeah, by yeah. having it when you go oh, there. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> there's a comic book in the room that when you get there that you get to keep because apparently it's you know worth that much money. And the so the name of the Star Cruiser that is the hotel that you're staying in isn't called the the Halicon, apparently or H A H A L Y C O N. However you pronounce that, Halicon. I guess, Halcyon. I Halcyon. Yeah. So this is this is fucking. This is where it gets just creepier and creepier. As part of the marketing push, Lucasfilm and Disney began awkwardly inserting the Star Cruiser into pre-existing Star Wars mythology, suggesting that Anakin, this is in this comic book, suggesting that Anakin and Padme took their honeymoon on the Halcyon <laughs> in a comic book called Star Wars Halcyon, Hal, Halicon Legacy, implying that this was where Luke and Leia were conceived. <laughs> so th- the oh, implication man. here... The implication here is that Disney executives thought Star Wars fans would pay a premium to stay the night in the same room that Darth Vader fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> glad glad we upended all the fucking canon to get that in there <laughs> for the fucking six months this fucking boondago was open like, for. Like honey, um, honey, what what if I mean we don't we don't know for sure, but what if it was our room? What if it was our room? <laughs> right, right. Where 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 Luke and Leia Oh, I'm sure that was where, in the plans. Like this let's pay like you pay six hundred dollars extra to stay in the fucking the uh the, the the Skywalker, you know, wedding suite or whatever. They fucking, you know like, just and, have and, like a lightsaber and hanging an, from a hook or something. Two hundred dollars will leave a little semen stain from the Anakin. <laughs> Well, is that a little McClorian on the uh, sheets there? You think they didn't uh, launder these before we fucking? <laughs> oh God! Oh God! How stupid! Um, that that's that's so fun. By the way, I I thought I you know because I went when I was pretty young to Disney World. Tickets are fucking expensive now. I was just looking it up as we were talking. 
It's between 109 and 159 a day for one person, depending on what day you go. Uh, and that's I'm, just I'm regular. Like what, that's just just regular, regular admission, not fast pass, not, you know, regular admission, maybe get on four fucking rides, you know, after you wait multiple hours. Like, oh, yeah, that's that's fucking nuts. Like, I, I feel like when I was younger, it was definitely in like the $50 range when I was a kid. But man, I, I was there one time when I was a kid and we got hit with a tropical storm while we were there oh, that man. day. Yeah, because it wasn't like everyone has a weather app on their phone, so it was kind of right, like, right. Once, Back then it was once like, you, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, once you left the house, you had no idea what the weather was going to be like, you know. Um, and literally, we were. Um, I don't remember. It wasn't like a ride. It was like you drove go karts around a track because mm. that was still a really popular thing to do um, in the in the eighties. And I remember they were handing out ponchos, right? And we're literally like, I remember being on um you know on the go-kart i know i you know one of my parents was like driving and i was sitting between their legs because that's you know a safe way to drive a you know a a, a car with no roof on it apparently and yeah. i just remember <laughs> it was like we could you couldn't see anything except for these like white ponchos and just like a blur of gray and we're all driving at like 30 miles an hour with like you know the most unsafe fucking vehicle this is horribly unsafe and i'm just i'm just like all right magic kingdom <laughs> this is fucking sweet <laughs> fucking most magical it, place on earth yeah, and the Trump ponchos didn't do shit either. It was just like you were fucking soaked. <laughs> yeah, the only yeah. the only thing that was that was a saving grace about it is it was Florida, so it wasn't you know cold rain. It was like eighty five degrees and drenched. So, I'm sure that yeah. I guess they just don't close unless it's like major lightning or something. If it's just rain, it's like well, you can stay if you want. Like I mean, just, just be miserable. Once you pay the money and you get in no, there, yeah, and right. You're not you're, thing, you're, you're not you're not kicking me out after I paid one hundred and sixty dollars <laughs> no. to fucking stand in line for eight hours and got on one ride like that's we, not happening we drove, we drove 1400 miles from fucking michigan to get here we're fucking staying <laughs> yeah seriously just go full clark Griswold, get a f- fake fucking gun from the sporting goods store. oh my just god trying to kick so out. Um, yeah you, you mentioned space nazis uh in the news this week uh we have a a real nazi a vintage an og nazi yeah, an og Nazi, uh, ninety-eight year old Nazi who fled to Canada after World War II, uh, yeah. was was in the Canadian Parliament, invited by the the uh, Speaker of the Parliament, um, and apparently didn't background check this guy and didn't tell anyone who he was beforehand. Well, look, I, I, how how were the the these these Canadian politicians who gave him a unanimous standing ovation to know that he was a Nazi? All they were told was that he fought for Ukraine against the Russians during World War II. I mean, that could have been anybody. Like who 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 could have who could have guessed that that would have been a Nazi? I mean, I, is there any way to find out who was fighting against the Russians in World War II? No, nah, I mean, you know, is there, is there I, like I guess a, you could a like open a book or like maybe look online and or like literally do any sort of research whatsoever, or just you know. Because I'm pretty sure we were aware of history, but right. why, so why it do was, that? It, it was like England and France and the United States, uh, and, and I think like Italy versus Japan and Germany and the Soviet Union. Is that right? That's correct, right? Yeah, no, that makes sense. That that, it, that actually that that checks out. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, dude, this, these fucking morons. Uh, so uh, th- there's a guy. Uh, what's his name jason cherniak i guess he's some sort of uh i don't know what he is so okay so he he was tweeting no 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 he's he's so he i don't know if he's a parliament i don't even know what the fuck they call them mps or parliamentarians or yeah they're mps okay 
um, he tweeted out, uh, I was in parliament for Zelensky's speech. When a supposed war hero was introduced, I stood up and applauded. I assumed he was a partisan who fought communist occupation after World War II. Now I've learned he was a voluntary member of an SS unit. <laughs> I feel stick to my stomach. Uh, he had a bunch of other tweets, but that, that just... It, so just, he... He assumed he was a World War II veteran from after World War II. How does that work? He yes, yes. That that and I think that's a lot. What a lot of people were asking, but no, he assumed he was a partisan. Yeah, yeah, he was a partisan who fought communist occupation after World War II. You know who the partisans who fought the communist occupation uh, after World War II were? The fucking OUN, the fucking Banderites. You know, aka the people who what, what, fucking. Yeah. The people that care, the people that willfully accepted being invaded by Nazi Germany and were so happy about it, they immediately started rounding up Jews for execution for their new yeah. occupiers. And where is it? Is it the Soviet occupation? Ukraine was a member state of the Soviet Union. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> but 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 to view it that way tells you all you need to know about this guy and his Nazi sympathies. Um, but again, I don't know how many times Zelensky needs to show everyone who the fuck he is for them to understand who the fuck he is he's literally a fucking nazi like i don't you know he hides behind the fact that he's jewish he says that steven stefan stefan whatever the fuck is how you say his first name bandera is his political idol like that's the person he idolizes the most politically a fucking nazi collaborator like what does that tell so yeah you know how do how would he square that with his judy his supposed judaism like that's it's just fucking bullshit he's a fucking nazi it seems pretty easy shit because, uh, like Zelensky, Hitler was a Jew, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, no, that's exactly that's how you, that's how you could square it away. But it, it's it's just unbelievable. I, I I don't I don't understand how people still like do this fucking dog and pony show and pretend like because we're not because literally they have funding to. fucking Nazis in Ukraine, right? Well, it so or that is and, Russian propaganda to point out that they fucking honored a Nazi in the Canadian fucking parliament. Well, that's that's what's so funny is that. You know, the at least the Canadians have some degree of shame, <laughs> right? Uh, right. Because the 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 Speaker of the Parliament just resigned over this because he was apparently the one who personally invited this guy uh, and didn't know who the fuck he was. Or at Which least is he's almost taken... worse. Like, <laughs> you uh, know? of course it's worse. Of course it's worse. Um, because it just shows how ignorant they are. But it's 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 just hilarious because if this happened in the United States, uh, you know, Kevin McCarthy or Nancy Pelosi would not resign <laughs> they oh, would double down no. they would double down and say well it was a complicated time and not all nazis were bad that's exactly like literally an ss unit and like well maybe you know <laughs> maybe they maybe yeah. they were maybe they weren't the baddies who's to say yeah who's um, to say <laughs> but yeah it's so this is this is incredible how they're trying to spin this though um but the, the russia's response to this is fucking great because you can tell like they they, they. I mean, they know because th- this this 2014 coup was orchestrated by ultra nationalist Nazis, right? And and we knew that because we saw this huge upheaval in all these countries. And you know, it, just because there's a riot doesn't mean it's a necessarily the right people rioting, right? And as it went on, it became more of a civil war, and then it turned into tens of thousands of people in the Donbass region being slaughtered by their own government and Russia intervening to stop that and to stop the advance of NATO. And when they talk about, you know, denazification, like 
we we didn't start paying attention to this thing a year and a half ago. We've been paying attention to this for a long time. We've talked about this conflict on this podcast long before Russia invaded. Yeah. Right. So this this and you know we've studied the history of the OUN, the history of the CIA funding um, Nazi uh, neo militias to in order to destabilize Ukraine, destabilize the Soviet Union. They did that for decades. Right. This this was not a thing that happened out of nowhere. We've been funding this and these groups like the Azov Battalion. Right. And now we're just straight up arming them. Right. So the idea that this that somehow this guy's appearance in parliament uh, is just helping to fuel Russian propaganda is hilarious. But so anyway, so the Russia responded and I love the response here. Um, this is from a let's see. Maybe it's not from that article. Um, okay, so just some some texture. The incident has fed into the Kremlin's narrative that Russia's full scale invasion of Ukraine aims to uh, to demilitarize and denazify the country. Putin has accused Ukraine's administration and Zelensky of being neo Nazis, although the latter is Jewish. And again, doesn't matter. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov on Monday said that quote such sloppiness towards memory is outrageous. <laughs> Uh, the quote continues, many Western countries, including Canada, have raised a young generation that does not know who fought whom and what happened during the Second World War. And they know nothing about the threat of fascism, he told reporters. So I thought I thought that was a great quote, because like literally like the, these people didn't know who the fuck Ukraine was fighting with or against during that conflict. They just assume that he, if you know, well, because he's a war hero in World War Two, that must be he must have fought for our side right right guys right right <laughs> right and, and also just the, the complete you know you know just just see, you know sea otter flapping his fucking fins at any mention of a you know a, a veteran oh he's a 98 years old veteran oh stand up and applaud like just you know just 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 a fucking reactionary bullshit thing yeah. doesn't you know no, 100%. it's it's like when trump says we're you know we're we're never going to be a socialist nation. We're always going to be capitalists. And every single Democrat except for Bernie stood up and applauded. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, you know. Oh, God. I but I do, wonder, I, I, just... I do wonder. I do wonder. What was this guy thinking when this happened? This 98-year-old Nazi. What was going through his head in that moment? <laughs> oh, we finally won. Uh, uh, I, like, the Fuhrer we, would be so proud. <laughs> Was he thinking like did did the Canadian Parliament go national socialist or like what's going right. on here? No, and no, I, I so I was I was thinking out loud about this, and my girlfriend was like, "Yeah, he was probably having his Homelander moment, <laughs> <laughs> like the moment where Homelander like vaporizes a guy in the middle of a crowd of people, and they all just stop, and then suddenly start slowly applauding, and then <laughs> louder and louder, and he's looking around like." Oh my God! They liked that I just did that. <laughs> and yep, I'm like, yep. and I looked at the, I looked at the fucking gif of it, and I'm like, no, exactly. That's exactly what that guy was thinking. And he, and he kind of did make that face. He did do that, like, huh? Like, yeah, that, like. <laughs> Guess I like wasn't the bad was one after all. Shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, it's, it's, un, it's unbelievable. I, 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 I was, I was like, wow. I was like, Ash, that's fucking perfect. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use that on the show. <laughs> no, I like that. Yeah. Oh God, it's fucking depressing, but true. Um. Yeah, uh, you know, so fuck these fucking people. Just again, we get proven more and more right on this. Um, speaking of, of of Nazis, though, we should talk about. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess she's. I don't know if she's a Nazi or just a fucking airhead, but uh, she's just a QAnon MAGA fucking. Yeah, yeah. 
So Lauren Boebert, we talked about, uh, I guess week, it just yeah. happened. Yeah. Two weeks ago, two weeks, uh, ago, yeah. when we had, when we were last recording, uh, cause, cause it had just come out that she, uh, got kicked out of Beetlejuice for vaping. Um, I don't know if we then knew that she, uh, also got kicked out for doing an over the pants HJ on her, uh, on her first date, uh, to, to there. No, from, uh, so that, so the, like the infrared security camera, um, footage of him awkwardly fondling her with his, it's like she's sitting on his left, but he's fondling her with his right hand, which is just like, why would you do that? Like they're, you, they're both round in second base. I mean, it's yeah, it's you know, but in like the most awkward way possible. Like mm-hmm. if you're if if you're like sixteen year old, like boob to your left, you use your left hand, and you go around the back, and you casually, you know, over the shoulder. It's like he's never been through high school, apparently. No, it, it, was, yeah. it felt very like 16 year old to me. Watch it. I was like, wow, this is <laughs> serious. It was almost a deer. I was like, oh, all right. These these two crazy kids have a lot of chemistry. Hopefully things work out for them. Oh, man. Yeah. And I'm sure they were uh, both drunk, too. They I oh, mean, yeah. you don't you don't start fondling somebody in front of like a bunch of children. Speaking of grooming children, they want to ban <laughs> yeah, drag seriously. shows. But this is what they do when they're actually out in the public. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is no less. <laughs> seriously. Did you both consent? I think there's someone you forgot to ask. <laughs> Beetlejuice, oh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. So, yeah, we had a clip here from uh, somebody uh, in defense of Lauren Boebert and her man crush uh, that we wanted to play. And this came out at, uh, just like two days after we did our last episode. So I just seen on Fox News that they kicked Lauren Blobert out of Beetlejuice, and I'll say this about the situation. No politician has been treated more unfairly in a theater than Lauren Blobert. I guarantee that. You even think about tapping me on the shoulder and asking me to leave, I'll put my phone down, look you dead in the eye and say, hey, wait... Wait 525,600 minutes here. What on flat earth is going on? Can I not enjoy production? I won these tickets off the radio. I'm not going nowhere. You go ahead and ask me or Jason Aldean to leave. Try that during our town. See what happens. All of a sudden you can't vape in a theater no more. Uh, We've all been to a poetry slam and I haven't, but you have. And when they're up there skippity bebopping or whatever they do at the end, that people finger snap. That's how you know it was good. That's what Lauren Blobert was doing. When you're as white trash as she is, you don't finger snap, you vape. Hell, the production ain't good unless the whole theater smells like cotton candy, maple syrup, watermelon, gummy bears. One time I was at a show so good, everybody was vaping. I got to looking around. I said, hey, wait a minute. Is the Undertaker about to come out in here? God damn. Then <laughs> they were saying Lauren Blobert and her date were touching each other inappropriately. Again, white trash people don't finger snap. They finger pop. That's how good the musical was. You ever just get caught up in them songs? Next thing you know, it's chitty chitty, grab a titty. I'll, I'll cut a hole in a popcorn bucket so quick and turn this into weenie Todd. I don't care. Sometimes you just get moved by the production. People are just rude. They'll just lean into you and say, could you not vape in here? Put your phone down. Hey, could you not finger pop in here? This is high school musical, and by that I mean we're at the Wizard of Oz. People are just rude. You need to leave Lauren Blobert alone. She's not inappropriate. Her and the rest of her party are, are pro-family. That's why they're always trying to make one with people who aren't their spouse. But today, I'm raising my emotional support beard of my fair lady, Lauren Blobert. Hey, I just won two tickets off the radio to Avenue QAnon. If you want to go with me, baby girl, here's to you. (laughs) 
It's one of the, one of the good ones. I, I uh, listened to that yeah, three times. <laughs> I listened to that three times and somehow didn't catch the the first really funny joke, which is which one? no politician has ever been treated more unfairly oh, yeah. in a theater before. <laughs> I was like, what's that? <laughs> oh, right, right. I, I just oh, saw Worst that thing a ever um, happened in a theater to a politician. Yeah, I just saw that there was a uh, pair of tickets auctioned off for two hundred sixty thousand dollars to the play that Lincoln was going to that night. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Wow. What yeah. the hell? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess you know if you were there, you'd you'd keep those. That's even back then, I think people understood the value of like, man, this is fucked up. Oh, Some people probably want these one day. Even more so back then. That's back when they would, you know, lynch somebody and then take pictures and then sell port uh postcards to tourists who showed up to town. Yeah, the shit people used to do before cable was invented. It's uh oh my God. <laughs> it's it's pretty, it's pretty wild. Uh, but yeah, so that was, that was funny. Um, but yeah, so yeah, she, uh, yeah, I don't know. She, she, she ended up trying to pass it off. Uh, so I guess she wasn't going to see him again. And I, I, she said something about like, she blamed it somehow on like the liberal media that it happened or so. I don't know. Fucking, you know, just goofy horse shit, but, um, always, always going to, you know, be, be a source of humor in that, in that fucking House well, of Clowns that she I, that she I, works I like, in. I like the idea that like you think you're in a totally dark theater and you can fucking finger bang, right? When no one's gonna notice, but actually <laughs> yeah, there's inches away from a fucking stranger to your right, but whatever, you know. But but there's like an infrared camera watching everything you're doing, you know? <laughs> like and like to all the point where I almost wonder if they style. like Yeah, if that was almost like pointed at them because it seemed like there wasn't it was like a weird angle. It kind of like had them front and like centered on the frames i almost wonder if they have infrared oh, cameras was, that can move around or whatever that was just the the edited the you know the crop version i'm sure yeah, that, maybe. You know, the wide angle of that camera shows the entire theater um oh yeah speaking of horrifying things happening in a in a public place did you see this how there was a uh, a wedding in a town in northern uh, northern iraq and during the bride and groom's first dance there were pyrotechnics going off oh geez that, no that that set the roof on fire and collapsed the building within seconds and killed a hundred people. God. Jesus Christ, that's horrible. That is horrible. Uh, the the Don't clip on the fireworks inside. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Well, so the clip of it shows the wedding, like the professional wedding photo footage, and it's and the camera's like zooming around like professionally, and you see the fireworks going off, and then it just smash cuts to like somebody's home video of the roof coming down on people in flames. Like Jesus. somebody just cut it together and it's like, oh my God, like they don't even know like who's actually dead or not yet. Um, but yeah, apparently the, the ceiling was made out of some kind of tile Ooh. that's illegal because it's so flammable. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and yeah, I can't imagine why a country that's been bombed for the last 25 years would uh, skimp on... <laughs> skimp on construction materials? Yeah. Skimp, skimp on, you know... How much you want to bet we fucking had the contract to rebuild that? And we just, you know, fucking brought in the cheapest, fucking most hazardous oh, yeah. uh, what shit was, we could find. What was Dick Cheney's company that had like, you know, dozens of different Halliburton. contracts? Yeah. Halliburton. Yeah. What, uh-huh. what what didn't Halliburton build in Iraq post-invasion? Yeah. No, the, um, I did, yeah. Dollars to Donuts. That was a fucking Halliburton special. Yeah. Um, uh, apparently but, over a dozen people have already been, uh, a dozen people who were involved in the construction of this building have already been arrested. So Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, and wow. horrific. Pretty, pretty. I mean, that's, and you think like, well, that's the kind of thing that happens in a country like that. It's like, 
Uh, no, that shit happens. <laughs> that shit happens here in America too. Before we had any regulations too. If you remember the the fucking triangle shirt coat waist fire thing where people yeah. were jumping to their death. And you know, not, it still happens here. We we love fucking blowing our fingers off with fireworks. It's like one of the biggest, you know, stupid fucking injuries we have in this country is people blowing or, shit up with fireworks. And... You remember when there was a uh, Amazon warehouse that got hit by a tornado and killed a dozen people because there was no shelter for them? Oh yeah, in the building. Yeah, and that happened what two years ago? <laughs> yeah, still. Yeah, we yeah we've we've regressed significantly on on worker protections uh, since since we first won some hard fought victories uh, through force and and yeah. bloodshed. Um, well, I'll tell you who cares about workplace safety is Joe Biden, uh, who for the very first <laughs> except time, for his fucking Secret Service agents. <laughs> yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna get to that in a, in a minute, but I wanted to mention him going to the. Uh, Picket line of the UAW because all the fucking shit libs made a huge deal about that. How I blinked, first... I didn't, I didn't see it, but uh, yeah. So he, he he is the first sitting president to ever visit a picket line in history. Um, I would argue that that kind of photo op does uh, fuck all to actually help the workers. Um, Biden, who famously last year uh, had special legisl- legislation passed to make the railroad strike not happen. Yeah, just to end it. Yeah, and just illegally fucking just, you know, completely force them back to work um, completely outside of the, you know, the bounds of what is what is like a, you know, kind of just fair game when it comes to union negotiations. He forced them uh, back to work, um, but now wants to claim he's pro-union because, hey, it's uh, election season. Yeah, and he's losing by 10 points in the latest poll to Trump. <sighs> he... You know, we we said this months ago, and we've been saying it for a long time. This is going to be a historic drubbing. Unlike, like, what is the what is the appeal of Joe Biden right now? What is his demographic other than just the complete fucking dead enders who pay the bare minimal, you know, like attention to to politics? I, I just there's no base of support. There's no excitement behind his candidacy. Um. Trump is not even particularly as as dynamic of a candidate as he's as he's been in the past, but it really doesn't matter. Like a fucking you know a a, a fucking broomstick would beat Biden at this point because he's just got no uh, juice whatsoever. He hasn't done anything even mild that he promised during uh, during the twenty twenty election that he was going to do, um, and things have gotten objectively worse. You know, inflation is fucking insane right now. I just everything. Uh, it's horrible. Um, he's I've in my lifetime. I don't think I've seen somebody so destined to be fucking relegated to one term uh, as Joe Biden is right now. No, it's going to be awful. Um, but I think that, you know, w- what's what's the most important thing for a president to be able to do? I think um, still be able to form a coherent sentence at the very least. Uh, so this is this is a couple headlines here about Joe Biden's uh, last seven days. Headline, is he okay? LL Cool J fans are concerned after President Joe Biden butchers the rapper's name on stage and calls him boy at the <laughs> Congressional Black Conference Phoenix oh. Awards. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. So president the president has hilariously fumbled the name of legendary rapper LL Cool J by calling him LLJ Cool J. Since then, the misstep ignited laughter and discussion around the head of state's cultural literacy. The flub came as Joe was honoring LLMC Light for their contributions to hip-hop. 
two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy uh, of hip hop in America. He began before stumbling over the musician's name. So, yeah, he called him LLJ Cool J. <laughs> when you said that he fumbled over his name, I was like, I was, I was racking my brain to figure out what combination of words he could have. Yeah, he could have used to to fuck that one up. But that that uh, I wouldn't have guessed that one. That's incredible. And then he referred to him as boy. Yeah. Which, yeah. Not not ideal. Um, yeah. So the, this is uh, OK. Biden praises wrong group during uh, speech at Congressional Hispanic Caucus annual gala gala. Uh, President Biden complimented the merits of the Congressional Black Caucus during a speech to the Congressional Hispanic Caucus Thursday. Oh, his good. Third public speaking gaffe in just two days. Yeah, so that's not a gaffe. That's him telling you that he's a fucking racist, like we've known he is for his entire career. That's just that's just the truth slipping out. He but, just uh, he doesn't remember which place he's in, right? So the incident took place <clears throat> the day after he forgot to shake the hand of Brazilian President Luiz Lula da Silva before leaving a joint press conference, and later that night he repeated uh, uh, the same story. I don't know what story they're referring to, but he, he repeated the same story. At a fundraiser, just minutes apart. Oh, good. So he he told some story to the audience, and then minutes later, told the exact same story. He can't remember things minute to minute. Yeah, that's uh, not surprising, but uh, terrifying. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. I, he he's it's, fucking it's, cooked. He's so. I mean, cooked. people people theorized that Reagan had Alzheimer's while he was still president. Joe Biden. Yeah. There's no theory here. It's it's fucking it could not be more apparent yeah and i mean that reagan for sure especially his second term was was going was cognitively going downhill there were a lot of moments where it was you know the the uh fucking uh, that i forget what she said but the the famous clip where nancy reagan literally had to whisper his answer to him and it's like audible on mic and then he says it two seconds later because he just stares blankly um and it was something super simple and dumb too but but you know, again, it's just I feel like anyone who remembers that or has seen that will look at this and be like, yeah, no, it's uh, it's that's what that's the point it's getting to right now uh, with Biden, where where he is going to have to have Jill stand by his side at all times and, and you know, keep puppeteering him because he's he's just not fucking there anymore. Seriously. So I had two more things I wanted to get to. Um, one of them is kind of funny and it's about dogs. Before I get to that, I wanted to mention how um, the White House had to tell U.S. ambassadors to Japan uh, to stop taunting China on social media. Um, and if you remember, the um, ambassador to Japan is uh, former Obama chief of staff and former Chicago mayor, Rahm Emanuel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so Washington, I think this is, I'm not sure it's Washington Post, but uh, President Joe Biden's aides have asked that Rahm Emanuel, the U.S. ambassador to Japan, stopped posting messages on social media taunting Chinese President Xi Jinping, according to three administration officials. Officials at the National Security Council told Emanuel's staff in recent days that his comments risk undermining the administration's efforts to mend deeply strained relations with China, including a possible meeting this fall between Biden and Xi, according to officials. A spokesman, I'm sorry, a spokesperson for Emanuel, disputed NBC News' report, calling it, quote, absolutely not true. Quote, Ambassador Emanuel is serving with distinction as an uncommonly effective representative of the United States and Japan. Every day, his 
inventiveness, passion, and relentlessness are on full display, said Kurt Campbell, deputy assistant to the president and coordinator for the Indo-Pacific, said in an interview. He continued, quote, the guy is a superstar, and when you put ROM on the field, you get the full ROM. There, there is a 100% chance that Rahm Emanuel wrote those words himself. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that, that, that's, that's, that's him all the way. There's no, no one else would fucking say that about that, that, that fucking psychopath. Like, no, there's he, just, he's just, he, yeah. I mean, if you know Rahm Emanuel, you know that he's, you know, he's a little short guy with, you know, huge rage problems, uh, likes to cover up murders for the police. Um, yeah, nobody would nobody would talk about their boss that way, right? No. That's 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 he wrote that and told his guy he has to go there and say that. <laughs> yes, no, one hundred percent. When you sad. put Rom on the field, you get the full Rom. What? <laughs> well, you, what why you got to make a no sports bounds. fucking reference? That's just it's just oh god, it's so gross. Yeah, no, the the, the level of douchiness is just off the charts, <laughs> but uh, I expect nothing less from him. Yeah. So the last thing I got here, you mentioned Biden's dog uh, named Commander, <laughs> oh, uh, who is a German Shepherd, a dog famous dog. for being uh, kind and loving to all around it, not trained to uh, attack and kill people uh, in wars or during protests, um, has has bitten its 11th, 11th Secret Service master <laughs> or handler or whoever man that dog's that dog's it's just you know he loves that fucking dog because any other german shepherd with that many i mean they they try to like put dogs down after like two bite incidents which is you know is horrible but the the other their other joe biden's other german shepherd already had to be sent away from the white house and go live with other people for, for biting people yeah which what does this tell you that it's fucking him that he makes these dogs nuts because his cognitive function is declining, and when that happens, you have erratic, you know, bouts of lashing out, and you know, it, d- it probably makes his dog really fucking nervous. Like I'm sure he's very, you know, uh, uh, unpredictable, and it's not a good way right. to train a dog like that. And I'm sure that that's but if it's contributing. If it's... Yeah, well, if if Commander has bitten eleven Secret Service agents, how many other people has it bit? Oh yeah, no, because like, those that's the ones they probably have to disclose. Who fucking knows? Has he bitten right. Biden? You know, how many times has he bitten Biden or Jill or like fuck? You know, right. I think it'd be funny um, if it had if it was the, it, the all eleven times it bit a member of the Secret Service, it was the same agent. Because <laughs> because <laughs> then I'd be like, well, maybe it's that maybe it's that person. You know, is that the dog um, that he is that the same dog they tripped out of getting out of the tripped over getting out of the shower and like broke his hip or broke his leg or some shit? I don't I don't know that story, so maybe. But yeah, so he this is one he got like right after he was elected. Right. It was like his official I'm the president now dog. Right. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to read just a little bit more because today the onion put out a, uh, a piece featuring quotes from dogs about what dogs think about this incident. <laughs> so dogs react to Commander Biden <laughs> biting an 11th Secret Service officer. So I'm just going to I'm going to read off the name of the dog and their breed and then what they had to say about it. Uh, so Martha, a border collie says, but that's impossible. Biting is forbidden. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I think the breed on that one's important because border collies. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You got you got to know the, these, these dog breeds to get the humor. Right, border collies are, are probably the most intelligent dog, and also yeah. like the most friendly. Sweetest, yeah, very sweet um, dogs, and and would probably be the last dog in the world to ever bite you. Um, they obey like literally everything you do, and they're fucking. If, if you ever see the, the the dogs that are like herding a hundred sheep by themselves, right, and just running around, running around them, and like controlling and moving them wherever mm-hmm. they want to, that's a border collie. Yep. Uh, so Otto, a German shepherd, has to say, uh, not all of us German shepherds are biters. Some of us are weapons trained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just a very military uh, yeah, yeah, utilized yeah. dog. Cooper, a Boston Terrier, said, it's despicable. Hearing about that dog got me so mad that I could just hump. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, so Stinky, a bulldog, said, yet another case of Joe Biden using his political influence to protect a guilty member of the family. <laughs> uh, Michael Corleone, a uh, chihuahua, said, sometimes hands taste like hot dogs, so the potential reward far outweighs the consequences. <laughs> I just, I like the idea that somebody would name their chihuahua Michael Corleone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cleo, a pincher, said, frankly, they should put Biden down. <laughs> Poppy, a basset hound, said, this is nothing compared to the time he dug up all of Arlington National Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where they keep all the dead bodies of the yep, fallen yep. soldiers. All right. Anyway, last one here. Sonny, a Portuguese water dog, said, that's nothing. When I was in the Obama administration, I ate one of his kids. <laughs> Sonny's the actual name of the Obama dog. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's great. Um, anyway, that's all yeah, I got for this week. <laughs> so, I, but while we were talking, I looked it up real quick. Uh, so, yeah, there was an article from December 2020 in the New York Post, but it was—I remember this being like news at the time. Uh, Joe Biden says he broke his foot tripping after shower when he pulled his dog's tail. So he broke his foot slipping, getting out of the shower, trying to pull his dog's tail. And you wonder why, why these fucking dogs are insane. Right. Why, you know? why would you try to be pulling your dog's tail? Because he's a you're... fucking weird old man. And that's playful to him to like, <laughs> like hurt his dog. Like, you're, you know? you're getting out of the shower, dripping wet, fucking totally naked. And you see your dog and you're like, I'm going to pull my dog's tail now. Right. The, like, what, let's what? piss off this giant fucking 60 pound, you know, potential killing machine by yanking on his tail a little bit. Like that's 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 playful and fun. Yeah, it also means that you, fucking nuts. It also means that you you're not closing the door to the bathroom while you're Yeah, which showering. is also fucking weird, but whatever, you know. Why would I, you Yeah, why would you want your dog in the fucking bathroom with you when you're showering? Like that's just He's he's a weird. I like he seems like the kind of weirdo who shits with the door open. Like I you know, that's that's the vibe <laughs> I get from Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> you God. know the fucking and not even in the lbj like do it on purpose to intimidate your staffers <laughs> right. kind of way just in like the, just just unaware just yeah unaware. just just like what's oh, a big deal <laughs> you know i did my, my dad did when i was a kid and you know 1905 whatever like what do you mean just, you don't take off all of your clothes before you take a dump <laughs> <laughs> yeah that too i'm sure how, how oh, am i supposed God. to put on deodorant while i'm taking a shit if i have my shirt on that makes no sense so i yeah it's just it's called efficiency people waste is a thief Creep. oh god all right yeah well <laughs> on that note that does it for us this week um but yeah be sure rate and view subscribe wherever you get your podcast follow us on soundcloud soundcloud.com 
slash move left uh patreon.com slash move left i am on twitter at move underscore left uh and i'm on twitter at shits with his clothes off t- t- twitter i don't know <laughs> the blue sky so uh yeah exactly blue sky blue sky uh we'll see you next week move if you got the nerve lash out for your just desserts it's not just the words some of y'all heads up in the cloud i'ma bring y'all back to earth it's black back to burn bullshit y'all talking about out your mouth i'm not concerned because y'all got the nerve it's y'all turned like detroit red when his head had an ultra perm the long walk i learned your bare heels so throw on your boots the game camouflage like army suits but i can see it more clear because i came with the coop in here ring the alarm and form the truth send them out into the world go to war on the fluke out of eye with the enemy you sworn to shoot now i'm coming at your neck sick of hearing something wrong with me motherfucker something wrong with you when the chief just way too smart to question the enemy the brothers of a dark complexion the governments of the world is shark infested they have the own weaponry like shark and heston man look it gets low man To the pigs is my basic statement I spit street stories till I taste the pavement Trying to stay out the pen where we face enslavement Had a foolproof hustle till they traced the payments I was gripping my palm around some shitty rum Trying to find Psalm number 151 To forget what I'm old as I clutch the commode I'm ready. Put down the bottle and come get the gun Let's get off the chain like Kunta Kente with a MAC-10 They want us gone like a dollar and a crack den Steadily subtracting seeds and stems Mind cloudy through the weeds and phlegm Numb in my brain off of that and the Jesus hymns If we waiting for the time to fight these is them telling us to relax while they ease it in. We're getting greased again. The truth I write is so cold it'll freeze my pen. I boots rider, it's a pleasure to meet you. Never let they punk ass ever defeat you. They got us on the corner wearing pleather and see through. All y'all's gold mines, they wanna deplete you. I ain't just finna rap on the track, I'm finna clap on the back and it's been stacking it at. 500 years before Iceberg ever leaned back in the lack. Before they told Rosa Black in the back. Before the CIA told Ricky Ross to put crack in the sack. The Gil Scott traded rapping for smack. This beat alone should get platinum platinum. I'd rather see a million of us ecstatic to scrap Cause if we bapping them back, we automatically stack Check it out I ain't rocking with you So what, what you gon' do? It's my favorite mutant I ain't rocking with you Your logic does not compute Like Chew and C, reboots me, activating the community. Up in the bay like Huey P. They suck a free and remind me of the BK. There's love for me, but the beast got it twisted. I'll untangle it. The black mind is twine like the ropes they used to hang us with. This my favorite shit. I came in the game, but in the way this bit, you got your questionnaire. Who you banging with? Take it back to M Hotel. Go a step deeper like a pro. I just teach you a holy intellect. Kill a flow for my real niggas left But then form the family of the jigaboo that has been a death Once again you can feel hip-hop Underground still about my guap Gangster like fuck the cops Talib Kweli Revolutionary MC and that ain't about to stop I 